And in today's uh, Deeper Dive, Joel and I are discussing the roadmap. Now, we only have one roadmap, the roadmap out of COVID lockdowns and miserable uh, miserable state-imposed restraints on our behaviour. Uh, and we're all looking forward to it. Now, we can only rely on New South Wales. They're the only one who have issued a roadmap, a plan to get out, and and even uh, New South Wales has only restricted itself in terms of specifics to the 70% fully vaxxed figure, which modelling shows will occur sometime probably in the third or fourth week of October. And New South Wales has spelt this out. And I, I suspect it'll be very, very similar for, for other states that, that will be because we have a boneheaded, federated system in this country. There will be differences from state to state. But uh, this, is a, this is pretty much a... A, a sort of cover all of what things are going to be well, like. There's a consensus. It's not like the US where you've got places that have made vaccine passports illegal and then other places that have said, oh, we'll consider it. Then other ones who are saying, we're going to do it. <laughs> yeah. 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 We're, we're all we're, on board. When we talk about failed systems, we're not, talk, <laughs> you know, we're not me- measuring ourselves against the United States. Yes, but that's where we got the idea from. So always watch with a bit of wariness. So, you know, October. October 21, let's say, you know, there'll be uh, the the fully vaxxed. That's an important thing. Fully, the fully vaxxed people will be able to go to, this is a really critical one, retail stores, uh, not critical retail like supermarkets, post offices, banks, but but retail stores themselves, go and buy yourself some clothing, you know, go to a jewellery store. Yeah, go and buy it. Yeah, uh, well, Bunnings, I, I imagine, would be, cons- I think it is kind of regarded as critical retail. It's, but been, it's been click and collect for a while now. Big W came out, all these places. The sausage sizzle on Saturday might be available to the Yeah, maybe. My, my Bunnings, Officeworks, Bunnings for my people, that's <laughs> been closed except for click and collect. If they open up um, Bunnings but don't open up Officeworks, the nerds will revolt and we will fucking take blood. We will staple your heads, politicians. Don't fuck with us. We we will organise on so, Slack. What we've got is, you know, the, the when we talk about these sort of roadmaps, the the the, the oft ex- expressed um, example is the pub. Yeah, uh, and so pub. you know, we all love our pubs, and we all want to go back to the pub and and so forth. So, I don't if you're prices. fully vaxxed, you will be able to go back to the pub. You'll be able to sit at a table. They're still saying no standing at the bar, no standing anywhere in the uh, menu unless outside, unless out in the beer garden. I'll be hitting a lot of beer gardens very, very soon, actually. Yeah. Uh, when all this happens. And that requires, you know, a proof of uh, vaccination. So we've got personal services, non critical retail that will require people to be double vaxxed to or fully vaxxed to get in there. And that means that there will have to be some proof shown yeah. um, by these retail premises. It also means that there will be considerable problems from uh, the unvaccinated who say, well, why can't I buy a pair of jeans? Why can't I buy a beer? Why can't I go to the pub? You know, yeah. why can't I go to the gym? It's a nightmare at gyms. Uh, why can't I go to the movies? Most of these gyms these days are unattended anyway. My gym's not unattended, but there's no one ever there. And the lovely girl at the front desk, she's yeah. not interested. No, it's not It's not going to be worth a problem. And we'll talk about some of the conflict that might arise. Yeah, enforcement's going to be a nightmare. In these scenarios, but you can, you can actually see where certain problems are going to arise. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Just in normal retail, yeah, uh, cinemas, uh, you're going to have to be fully vaxxed if you want to go and watch, go to the movies. Uh, Not that anyone uh, does museums, anymore. Museums, galleries, they don't tend to attract a lot of 
the anti-vax crowd. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the They're not intellectuals, are they? <laughs> they? Well, they might. You, know, you never know. They might turn. And then we have the usual things about, you know, 50 guests at weddings and dancing permitted. Yes. Oh, we're back dancing. We're, 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 uh, we've rejected the Methodist model. Yes, I don't like dancing. And, so uh, of no dancing. I welcome um, the footloose model, personally. But... You'll be unha- you'll be unhappy to know uh, churches will, will not there will, there will be no singing allowed. Ah, oh, no clapping, no, no happiness, not too much uh, too much atomizing of of spittle, and uh, and and so that's where we are. And that's seventy percent fully vaxxed. Of course, most of the Western world is uh, really at that point anyway. So we're looking looking. Uh, Looking at New South Wales and the rest of Australia as as sort of you know we can we can adopt some of the models some of the some of the pick up perhaps some of the errors I mean some of the errors that have occurred elsewhere around the world yeah before we even think about that we have to think about the quality of some of our politicians <laughs> and John Barillaro yesterday at a press conference suggested that look you know uh, yes this was the roadmap out you yes the fully vaxxed will be able to go to the pub and have a beer but you know if if you're not vaccinated, don't worry about it too much. It'll only be a couple of weeks. Yeah, okay, cool. Idiot. And then poor old Gladys Berejiklian, <laughs> poor old put upon Gladys Berejiklian had to come forward and jump all over that and say, yeah. look, you know, I don't even think these things, you know, even when we're at 80, will be available uh, to the it's unvaccinated. It's going to be tricky. And the 80, the 80% is, I think, the modelling there takes us deep into November. And, of course, this is all just to stop that bloody health system from being overrun. I mean, yeah, that's the big we thing. can't destroy the health system. That's well, it, just it, it, insane. It, yes, or you'll got... die in an aisle. You will die, in yeah. the, you will die outside ED. Which and is then a bad think, place. and then think about some of the trauma that will be inflicted on healthcare professionals. Totally, you know, you know, they'll be carrying that around for a very, very long time, watching that sort of mayhem ensue, yeah. and and uh, and and a, and a public health system simply bursting at the seams. That, that's it's why not we're great. not. That's why we're not out of lockdown now. Yeah. Like, we were complaining about it. Let's let's let it rip and all that sort of stuff. But you know, the best advice is you have to get seventies kind of a minimum. Yeah. Uh, and when we think about seventy, there's that's thirty percent on the other side are unvaccinated. That's 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 a huge number of people. Huge. Who are subject to serious complications from COVID at the whim of what's going to happen. You know, like maybe they'll be fine. Maybe they won't. But maybe they won't sucks. So in New South Wales again, and I think they're a little further advanced than some of the other states. But they'll have it. They'll have it all in planning. There is there is this plan to use a vaccine passport. It'll be serviced New South Wales at, which is tied to your Medicare, which is yep. tied to your MyGov, which is a huge amount of bureaucracy for some cop to be able to seriously stand there and say, "Can I see that? If not, I'm going to fine you." But they will tie it to Service New South Wales Act, which has been a raging success, and most people have it. But, you know, it's it's not easy to yeah, do Yeah, there are going to be problems. I mean, obviously, the data held on va- on vaccinations is held by the federal government. And what something like the New South Wales Services app might do in terms of, a, in terms of providing a vaccination passport is actually have to... Delve and get that data, yeah, and and then would be some problems arise from that. It's you can absolutely job. guarantee it. The New South Wales Service app is a very good one, by the way. Very it works robust. well. Last, yes, we're going to have two different types of passports. So one will be fairly temporary, I imagine. Yeah, that the will last one. less than a year. I think I can safely say that. 
But I like travelling so. overseas, even domestic travel, I think will require a vaccination passport for a considerable period of time. And yeah, when it comes to going overseas, you've got this kind of, you've got a duty, you've got an obligation to the rest of the world to work on a legal platform, on a social platform. You've got to make sure that you're, a, you know, like a citizen of the world as such. Well, it's, 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 it's simpler than that. I mean, if you travel to another country, you're required to uh, live under their laws. That's right. That's right. And it's quite obvious that it's going to be, please don't bring more COVID into our country. We're not that keen for it. Thanks. Yeah, that's and right. that makes so, total sense. Yeah, we're going to require you to, to show proof of vaccination before we allow you to enter the country. And that will remain in place for a very, very long time. I also imagine, given this, you know, the, the really slow rollout of vaccination in the developing world, that there'll be sort of red zones established for um, Australian travellers returning home from certain parts of the world. So one of the things that I've found really interesting about this is the idea that we're basically, we're looking at these vaccine passports and I'm just going to put this through a like global conspiratorial sort of lens. I was reading the other day that we're sending out our QR code application format around the world for them to test it. So when we walk through their turnstiles and go into their country, they can scan us and verify us and that sort of stuff. This whole thing is a fucking mess. I mean, imagine if this was a global conspiracy. Bill Gates, George Soros, <laughs> the whole thing. The Rockefellers, they're all in yeah. on it. And we're all doing this to depopulate or fucking whatever. Why are we doing this in such a bumblefuck kind of way with John Barillaro putting in his two cents? We're like... You know, organising well, terrible apps like the COVID Safe app that don't work. The and, short answer is because it's Australia. Well, because but every country is and we are governed by mediocrity. But what, this is the thing, though. There's no like IATA or some sort of UN thing where it's like, okay, this is the the vaccine passport system. We're all going to do it. And this makes total sense. I'm sure there's tons of standards worldwide for passports and citizenship and visas and all that sort of shit. But in this situation, apparently we're just sending this app overseas and saying, oh, so if you scan this, does it work? Or can you get back to us? Like, this is fucking madness. I'm sorry. This is not an international conspiracy. This is not some sort of bizarre deep state plot. It's actually something that a whole bunch of incompetent politicians are making up as they go along. And quite madly, with a few like outsourced companies, maybe IBM if they're lucky, but probably someone like the Cyber Ninjas doing the Arizona audit, just making these (laughs) shit QR codes that link up to like a fucking SQL database. It's a nightmare. It's a nightmare. Yes, look, you know, there's there's always going to create an even deeper um, uh, um, sense of conspiracy around, you know, the deep state and so forth, because we will be scanning pretty much everywhere we go. When, yes, when, we already when are. We, we already fucking are. Others. Yeah. We already, like, how far are you going to get without a passport, you fucking lunatic? Put your tinfoil hat on and go to a departures lounge and see what happens. You mm. need a document and that's now got a smart chip in it. I mean, it's not It's not anything that's conspiratorial. The yeah. thing that just astounds me. It's a serious how- impeachment on, on our freedoms, Jar. Freedoms! That's right. You I know, should better go anywhere. That, that we are required to carry a passport But as long as those Arabs can't come here, it's fine. I want to go anywhere, passport or no, but as long as those foreigners can't come here, it's fine. I mean, it's bullshit. And that's the thing. Like, you know, when it comes down to the whole thing, whether it comes to international travel, whether it comes to local things, I think there's a massive thing that needs to be understood between the idea of civil liberties, which are is the conversation we're having right now, mm. or human rights, which is what idiots are talking about. Because yes. if you want to look at human rights, you've got fundamental human rights. If if okay, if travel is a fundamental human right, cool. Let's open the fucking borders. Let's stop jailing <laughs> asylum seekers in fucking offshore camps. Oh, you're not you don't oh, you don't like that. 
Oh, oh, I'm sorry, but like, but you're into well, there freedom. Are, uh, there are exceptions to that. I know, I know exactly what you're saying. There are exceptions to that, and, 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 and religious pilgrimages, for example. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, and, and and Saudi Arabia's just opened up. Uh, well, I always say that because they they make a decent quit out of out of the pilgrimages. Yeah, true to that. Mecca. But Mecca's been a nightmare since COVID. They haven't known what the fuck to do. Yeah, it's um, really but, compromised but, but, their but, situation. But same thing. I mean, you would say that that was at least a, a, a human right to to be able to travel to a religious place of worship. Yeah, but is it like you know? That's the thing. It's really hard to say. It's so hard to say what is a human right, what's a civil liberty, and in those situations, what is a privilege and what is a right? Like what what is fundamental to your being as a person on this planet? And that's the thing. Like I was saying with the Islam seekers, like it's an obvious thing to go to. But these motherfuckers will sit there and they will vote one nation for days, talk about boat people as being illegal, and then they'll whinge about the fact they can't go to Bali. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Did I impede your ability to travel? Oh. Maybe yeah. we should have that conversation with well, other people who are also people. I mean, it's, look, it's a, it's a much. I'd see, I see. I don't see why we have to get into this deep philosophical argument. But I actually think that if you come to this country, you have to observe the laws. If you go to travel another one, you yep. have to observe their laws. Valid, valid, valid. Uh, and 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 if those laws require you to be fully vaccinated, show proof of it. Well, that's what it is. You, you either make you either choose to go there or you choose to stay. Yeah. Home. Yeah, that's it. And that's you know, the way so it's, it's So it's not something about civil liberties and human rights necessarily. It's about choice. It is. And that's one of the things that's funny with the choice. So think about this. We're going to have vaccine passports. Now, maybe leaving the country and Australia will make a blanket ban on people leaving the country if they're unvaccinated. Fair enough. I'm not so sure about that. Let's have that conversation all the time. What mm. I think is really funny is anti-vaxxer holiday hotspots where they've decided to lift the idea of vaccine passport and just come in. Like Bali becomes like an anti-vaxxer holiday hotspot. COVID Island. And it's like even worse than it is now where like, you know, all the complete fuckwits all walking out of Bintang singlets with like fucking Australian red ensign flags hanging off their fucking hats just like looking for further long necks out of fucking it's ice terrible. buckets. It's, just... it's terrible what this country's done to Bali. I know, it truly is. I can just see that happening. So it's ridiculous. But I mean, look, when it comes down to it, we do look to the future in other countries because we're yes, looking we at this to. now and we're sit- sitting there looking at our asses going, okay, yeah. what are we, we doing? We're, 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 we're in a fortunate position, yes. a serendipitous position, yes. driven by the really shitty rollout of the vaccine. <laughs> of the vaccine. So we can actually look and learn yeah. at the mistakes that have been made. That's it. And we, that's actually world. kind of Australia's thing. Like We're a bit of a Bradbury of the country where we do things really well, but often <laughs> when everyone else has fallen down, we go, oh, I won't do that. <laughs> But you know what? We will still make fucking huge mistakes as yes, well. Yes, we will. But we'll still come out with gold. Because our, because not just that our politics is fucked, but that, but that our politics exists. We've got a federal election due in May or due by May 21. We've got a Victorian state election in November. New South Wales government in uh, March 2023. Ooh, that'll be fun. Uh, and, and so there are, there's much at stake and the politics yep. is heavy. And, uh, and, and, and one of those things that governments will not want to do, particularly those three. I think the others have got a fair way to go before they have to go to the people. But uh, South Australia, I think, is next year as well. Yeah. Uh, You know, uh, there will be political considerations and they won't want to upset that, uh, you know, certainly not that 85% that we might get to in terms of uh, being fully vaxxed, but they don't want to upset that 15% of anti-vaxxers, that truculent fucking mob. They're very fragile. just won't make decent life choices. Send it to Bali, I say. Send it to fucking Bali. 
Send them to COVID Island. It will be, 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 become COVID Island. Make a It'll reality be, TV show of it. It'd be please perfect. Don't, please don't do that. I mean, <laughs> Balinese people have suffered enough. They really have. They really have. Yeah. So, look, you know, we know that we're going to get, you know, in this country, the sort of babble about apartheid and all this sort of stuff. Ugh. And, I, I mean, I saw Campbell Newman babbling on. He's he's uh, he's he's just about become, you know, just sort of George Christensen level of, of, of inanity. Oof. Uh, there now. Talks about two-tiered system and stuff. It's not a two-tiered system. It, well, well, yes, it is, definitively, <laughs> yeah. but it's not a two-tiered system in that you are completely restrained about no, if you're really in not. one, you can't move to another. You, it's all about choice. It is, it is. And it's about informed choice. And people should be looking at some of the data coming through. Look, <clears throat> when we look at other countries, getting back to that, when we look at other countries, Israel's the one that's often been touted as a, as an exemplar of kind of very good early on and then uh, once they got into a sort of fully vaxxed open-up mode, made some serious blues. They got pretty comfortable. They got pretty comfortable. And the thing with Israel, which I found fascinating, is that the vaccination rates went up and they put these green passes in in order to try and enforce that idea. Mm. But then enforcement stopped happening. And this is a pragmatic issue that we'll probably see here, which yeah. you also see with the QR codes, which is yes. that some places just don't check them. I went to a few places today and I did not get properly checked. I still checked in, but I didn't really get checked any times. And it's probably maybe one in five times where there's a security guard or a worker or mm. someone at the door who says, okay, where's your thing? Israel had this experience in a big way. Once the rates went up, people just stopped giving a fuck. And that's, you know, sort of fair enough. So what happened was Israel, high rates of vaccination, no one really enforcing it. They gave up the scheme. All Pfizer, by the way. All Pfizer. All Pfizer. Well. That's interesting. Mm. And mm. when they gave it up, this isn't a causative issue, infections went up and they reinstated yeah. it because there was a recent surge of cases. And what they started doing, which is exactly what the conspiracy theorists to be shitting themselves about, or at least poking us about and making them go, oh, look, I told you so, is that now the system is back up and they're denying green passes to people who haven't had a booster shot yet. So, you know, it's that idea of the eternal vaccine cycle when does it end and yeah. honestly I don't give a shit booster me up it was kind of last month or perhaps even uh, perhaps even uh, July's anti-vaxxer news that and, and this is the other important thing that anti-vaxxers are, are focusing on at the moment that people who are fully vaxxed were still getting ill and still getting and, and still being hospitalized the breakthrough cases yeah and there was you know manipulation of rather obvious manipulation of statistics that made it look like so, but Israel also did what England is sort of being um, being labelled to doing, having a freedom day. They yeah. they just went, "You beauty, let's go out there," and 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 restrictions were just dropped, bang, gone for yeah. the fully for the fully vax. They had the vax passports and so forth. So, so basically, we had nightclubs and everyone teaming masses of people indoors and so yeah. forth. So, so we we did start seeing big spikes in cases hospitalizations and ICU. It's like the baby boom of viruses. To the point where they start, you know, they're starting to think of, and this is, you know, this will become necessary. People will require boosters at some point. Yeah, it's fair enough. In Australia. Um, Hopefully it, not forever, but, you know, it's like it is. You know, it's full well, shot. What can you do? It's not as if we'll be just going and getting, you know, another jab of AstraZeneca or another jab of Pfizer. This will be the second generation vaccines yeah, that we're yeah. getting. You know, these, these are being developed at the moment. And yes. we're keeping the nerds at work, which is good. Yeah, absolutely. So Israel, when we have a look at that, very, very successful vaccination program. Not bad. Uh, got up to very high rates very quickly, all on the back of Pfizer. And that, incidentally, is what Pfizer was offering Australia. 
Yeah, that's you know, it. The, this big contentious point that Labor is pursuing at the moment with the with the Morrison yeah. government uh, that they you know that, that, that Hunt was uh, the Health Minister Hunt was too slow to get. But that's essentially what what Pfizer BioNTech was was offering Australia. We will vaccinate you every single one of you as many doses as you need. Yeah, just and we money. went. Ah, oh, look, we're a bit busy at the moment. Uh, we got a couple <laughs> of things on, and uh, Scotty wants a holiday, and yeah. we can. We'll, we'll, we'll drop your line back, you know. Look, please send me an email, you know, in a month Fucking or so if pathetic. I haven't responded. Uh, and and so that's, you know, that's that's what we sort of missed out on. I'd say what it comes down to Israel, the one lesson I would have learned from Israel with their Green Pass is that what turned out, and this was something that looks like they weren't really planning for, is that kids couldn't get the Green Pass. And that's fair enough. So you can't go to the pub, you can't go to certain things. But it turns out kids were actually not allowed in a lot of venues yeah. who said you needed a Green Pass, but they that's couldn't right. get the Green Pass. They weren't vaccinated. This is a Amazing. Can you stop kids going places in public? This is Even incredible. the New South Wales roadmap is all based on 16 plus. Good. Uh, and, Let's lock and children at a venue. 16 plus is not old enough to get you in the pub, although it was. Perfect. It was enough to get me in the Lower Plenty Hotel when I was 14, <laughs> actually. Things have changed. Regular at the public bar there. Anyway, I'm sure you looked like fucking 40 when you were fucking 16. <laughs> you know, I really didn't. And, <laughs> and no one seemed to mind, but it was a different time. Different time. Uh, and, different time. And, yeah. A kind, the moral of the story a is a gentler time. kids can't be vaccinated, keep them out of everywhere. Well, actually, the UK has just introduced today... Uh, uh, the 14th of September, that uh, that uh, uh, children from 12 up will be uh, vaccinated. Oh, uh, I mean, that's UK. not They've so bad. With that for a little while. Let's, uh, stay, let's stay at 12, though. Let's not have under 12 in any pub or any venue that I have to share space with. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, look, I fully get that. Yeah, <laughs> no one needs that. No, no one needs that. So we've got France, and they've got their pass sanitaire, the health pass, which mm. has been received warmly oh, with 237,000 people protesting across France in early August. And I'm not talking about the Australian, oh, 50,000 people were in Sydney no. that time. No. no. That was 15. This is 237,000, according French, to the news agencies. The French are even mildly upset they hit the streets. They do That's not the fuck around. And they do not muck I around. I saw some video from them. They were like, it's attacking each other. And it wasn't even cops. They were just <laughs> punching on in the streets. I just don't know what was going so, on. There were sticks and shit. Someone was wearing my for some reason. of a million uh, uh, French crazy. anti-vaxxers were on the streets there. It came up in our Black Pill Fuckwit segment, of course, that the French have a long history of... Um, not vaccine hesitancy, basically being anti-vax. Militantly anti-vaccine. Militantly anti-vax. So the French, well, you know, that's not a that's gonna be a seething mess. You know, if you're gonna if you're gonna travel overseas, you're fully vaxxed, maybe give that Paris trip a little bit of a swerve. You know what? Paris life. smells like dog shit. It dog does. piss and ashtrays. You know, they, they really Just don't bother. Don't they go really, to that place. They, yeah, there's a lot, a lot of shit there. It's oh, trash, but, and the South isn't any but, better. Uh, don't hear the rumours. The bullshit. Oh, uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I love fuck myself. But anyway, anyway. Yeah, it's um, full of junkies. So, so but, EU is EU? interesting. So they've got a situation where it's not a vaccine passport, but a digital COVID certificate. That is that is so Brussels, isn't it? Uh, isn't it just, yeah. <laughs> we're just tiptoeing around the idea of it. But they are tiptoeing because... If if we don't call it a passport, no one will get upset. Exactly. And like, so basically, if you've been 
vaccinated against COVID-19, which is a fucking given, but if you've recently had a negative PCR test, I believe you can get a temporary one for three days. And if you're recently recovered from COVID-19, that, mm. you know, the whole like thing of my, my immune system has got this covered that those like Facebook pictures have, the annoying frames. Yeah. And like, look, this is the thing. Of my, my mind immediately went to this because I'm so scarred from Rafael Fernandez saying, please someone give me COVID, like for some weird reason. <laughs> Does this mean people are going to start like having like, you know, I'm going to Mallorca. Can someone give me COVID? Like, have, a, have a Bobby Kennedy measles party. Exactly. Um, yeah. Exactly. Like it's totally going to happen. It's so bizarre. But this is the thing of like basically, you know, it provides an exemption from being tested at borders. It gives you this idea of like, you know, sort of walking straight through. But even then, I mean, like, you know, I'm sorry. It's just it's not a guarantee. It's a mitigation strategy. But it does show the fact that not everyone is doing this as a new world it's order. It's politically sensitive. You know, it is it, politically sensitive. That, that's essentially what. And we, I don't know that we'll go that down that pathway in Australia. We may well, where you know you can, rather than show proof of vaccination, uh, that uh, you may be able to show proof of a recent COVID test or some form of certification saying that you've actually uh, that you've actually been infected with COVID. I, I, I just don't think we're going to go down that way. I don't think we will as well, but. It's- it's amazing that EU is. Is it going to be? Well, the UK, if we want to talk about the UK. They're um, They're umming and ahhing about vaccine certificates. That um, These are, like our states, these are parts of the UK have decided they won't do it. Wales won't do it. The Scots probably won't implement Northern Irish. England's not doing oh, it. Well, look, there was so much... There was so much... Um, um, uh, argument against it and genuinely good stuff that that you know there was a sort of you know nightclubs and pubs the association upset, yeah. said look if you do this we'll have to implement it we don't have enough support from you guys in terms of legislation that will protect us from litigation by anti-vax groups you know, it's going to be a nightmare. And, you know, individual pubs and clubs being sued by anti-vaxxers. Yeah. And so, you know, it's it, while it's just you've just made me aware of it, it, it doesn't surprise me at all because it is the Johnson model of government. Yeah. It's like, we're going to do this. Wait a minute. It's too hard. We're not going to do it. But that being said, Labor have basically said that this is a reasonable approach, that withdrawing vaccine passports in England, is a reasonable approach. Now, obviously, Corbyn's not the leader anymore. It's Keir Starmer who's like, you know, oh, I am basically Boris. They've said they're worried that NHS is going to take a beating, and that's fair enough, but they're not prepared to, like, you know, fully back or at least fight for vaccine passports. Well, it's it's got to be a political decision. I mean, what... I guess they could actually. I mean, they're going to have to go for a combination of rapid testing for entry into major major indoor events and things like that. You know, uh, there will still be a proof of vaccination uh, element required and so forth, but there won't be a vax passport that will say you can go there and other people can't. It won't be an official thing because, like you say, the nightclub guys were shitting themselves saying, how the fuck are we going to do this? Yeah. Imagine the English who love to drink heavily right, uh, from a, off-licenses a nation and then punch piss, the fuck on. yeah. There's just no way. Like, and this is the thing, you know, like it's, it's you know, places like this, and we'll get to this later with us, there will be violence. But in a place that's not so violent, what about the North, the Scandies? Well, look, they are a model of good government for the for the most part. So the Danes have had, a, have, had a, have had a COVID passport introduced since March of this year. And uh, and and they uh, and that allowed fully vaxxed people to access services rather like New South Wales roadmap 
um, they were particularly hard over the Christmas period, last Christmas, with COVID, of course. But as of August, they reached 75% fully vaxxed and opened uh, up. Uh, there's no now, uh, now no mandatory mask wearing in public spaces. It's a slightly different system when they say, well, you don't have to wear a mask anymore. A lot of Danes still will because... And, yeah. and Scandinavians generally, because they they actually feel have a sense of community. They do, they do. And so you'll you'll find that you know there'll be a, a great deal of concern. Yeah. So they've they've ditched their vax passports, and I think that's probably where we're going to go in New South Wales and rest of Australia too. That the, the vax passports won't be in for very long in terms of being able to access retail and hospitality services. Um, the Swedes, of course, you know uh, they, they fucking let rip ages ago. Yeah. <laughs> let, famously let rip. Let's famously let's get, let's get the herd immunity. Oh, there are a lot of people dying. <laughs> oh, hang on just a minute. It's a um, big herd. They've got sixty four percent fully vaxxed now total population, so that's probably quite high in that sixteen plus area. They've had a slight increase. The Danes, since they ditched all their anti lockdown, mandatory mask wearing, uh, restrictions in movement, all that sort of stuff, the Danes have had really no no rise in COVID. Huh? There have been okay. deaths, I think some 64 deaths since what is now, you know, six six weeks. Yeah. Uh, the okay. Swedes uh, uh, have had about, th- uh, well, uh, they've had a re- similar sort of number and a slight increase in COVID cases. Interesting. Um, so those, you know, those are the sorts of models we should be looking at really. Yeah. Yeah, um, we're pretty good. We're pretty compliant. You know, we're kind of bootlickers in Australia. We can make well, this work. We really have had a proud, a long and proud history in vaccination in this country. Yeah, you know, we, we've we've sort of led we've led the world in many yeah. in many ways. Yeah, in many ways. Not the uh, fucking and northern that's why rivers, I'm but you know, we'll hit 80, 85, and maybe even yeah. We'll do and, good. And, we'll do and good. in that case, if you get to that sort of 80, 85, then it becomes the vaccine passports become unnecessary. Yeah. Well, that's the thing with Israel. Like, they sort of stopped bothering. Okay, they needed the yeah. booster shots. But look, for the most part, I, I can speak for myself and most others. Like I said before, like, you say I need a booster shot in six six months, I'll just take the next day off. And I'll make chicken soup like I did last time, and I will watch Netflix all day. And that's fine. It's fine. It's not the end of the world. <laughs> it's not. It really isn't. It just and, makes me tired. And, you, and, and and it may well be that you require, you're required to have a booster, you know, one every year or one every two years. I haven't had years. the flu shot over the last couple of years because there hasn't been flu, so that's been nice. You know, like, look, it, it is what it is. We we mitigate disease with fucking science and medical technology all the time. Yeah. It's just normal. And this is the thing. You know, it's just, it's going to be a new normal for a while, whatever. We'll see what happens. But the idea of fear for the sake of fear itself is just tiring and dumb. It is. It's really just becoming Booster a real shots. I mean, basically, so people understand, if we get to 80, 85, right, even higher, what that means is that you've got, let's say, 15% unvaccinated. And those people, they will they will be the ones that are wide open. And, and I think there's a lot of misconceptions, and we'll talk about some of these restrictions that have been discussed to keep the vaccinated, sorry, the unvaccinated away from the vaccinated. Yes. That, that the vaccinated fear the unvaccinated is great, you know. Yes. Human <laughs> ashtrays of, of COVID infection just Petri-dish spreading it all over the place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's really not the case. What will be the case is that the, vaccine, the vaccinated will be will be the ones that are, are bringing risk to the unvaccinated. They should be shooting themselves around us because, absolutely, you know. Absolutely. So, so that's 
that 15%, that 15%, depending on how many deaths and hospitalizations you have, what comes out the other end, or sort of certainly deaths, what comes out the other end is what we will call the survivors. Yeah. And, those, and those people will have developed an immunity. And that's or how they can't we, breathe. And that's how we beat this pandemic. Vaccination yeah. as high as you can go so you don't have high levels of death, don't have your hospital systems in stress, and then those that remain unvaccinated, you know, they're fruit for the sideboard. There's no doubt about that. But the ones that come out the other end after COVID infection, the, they combine with the vaccinated to create herd immunity. Bless their hearts. And look, let's face it, like we saw the EU uh, vaccine passport, if you've had a recent COVID infection, they'll they'll classify that. You know, you get a green tick from that. I wrote a column a while back and uh, that, that I actually thought that we're, we're closer to the end of the pandemic than we are at the start, which is- It not, feels like that. Not not great, you know, not, 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 something, to be, not something necessarily to be celebrating because the, the, the end of pandemics often are incredibly tumultuous yeah. with, with uh, with large numbers of deaths and and yeah and what have you and, and the and, developing and world is still getting torn through that's while right. and that's while we're sitting here saying oh but what about what about what about Bruce Springsteen you know like and we're just they're just getting fucking eaten apart yeah I mean Campbell Newman's going to babble about two tiered sides but we won't we are going to have two tiered world for a very long time and that is we basically already do. those yes well we do but there's going to be another fault line and that's going yeah. to and that's going to be those that are unvaccinated. And, and really, that, and that is I get back line. to this, uh, and because I am an optimist at heart, that AstraZeneca is the answer to that. And, <laughs> and that AstraZeneca, and a lot of it Australian-produced AstraZeneca and certainly produced in the UK should be spread around the world. But do you think that maybe the fact that you've had AstraZeneca and you spruik it, maybe there's like a spruiking gene in the AstraZeneca that's infected you? Like, you know? <laughs> <laughs> you reckon that? Because, no, look, I'm, you know, I'm, cons- I'm a bit pilled. I'm just, I might just be on a big farm or a donor. You, uh, you better share that with me, you motherfucker. <laughs> so let's look for a place that is basically exists on a big farmer retainer this entire country is founded by big farmer yep. it runs on big farmer you watch nighttime tv and it tells you basically if you feel sad by this certain drug yeah and often usa just, often just over the counter just casually like just saying oh, if you're depressed this drug will save you chemist shops drug stores are just unbelievable they you sell know, they're, they're cigarettes like, like there. fucking bunnings yeah cigarettes and booze i've bought a litre can of Asahi and a packet of Natural American Spirits <laughs> in Las Vegas at the fucking CVS. Tell me what's wrong with that. That's, oh, there's everything. nothing wrong with that. Everything! That's, that's what they... <laughs> this is this why is, you can't have freedom. This is why... Freedom is bad. Is possibly... Possibly why well, they're a little bit fucked up over there. But, I fucking um, love America. Thank you, Garrett yeah, Diaz, so for I. taking it's, me it's to a, Las Vegas and showing me how disgusting that town is. <laughs> it is fucking awful. Um, oh, yeah, God. but I mean, you talked about uh, you know concerts uh, going ahead uh, requiring. Um, vaccination proof. Um, I think Springsteen did it. Yeah, well, that's the thing. That's one of the reasons why I got Pfizer because basically Springsteen, who I do love, I probably won't see, but I'm definitely going to see Nine Inch Nails in the States. I was I was dying that I couldn't see them this year, but they they postponed their tour because COVID. COVID. So basically, Springsteen was saying to the absolute chagrin of people who aren't that far away when he did his Springsteen on Broadway show in New York that if you have AstraZeneca, you can't come in because it's not an yeah, FDA yeah, approved but, vaccine. That's <laughs> Spring, crazy. Springsteen didn't say you. Wow. You over there with the AstraZeneca <laughs> vaccination. But it doesn't you matter who says it. You can't come into my, it you can't come into my show. It's all about FDA approval. And, and yeah, 
fuck AstraZeneca, that. They, what Springsteen was stipulating was you have to have an FDA-approved vaccination, proof yeah. of an FDA-approved vaccination uh, to come in. And, a huge and reason why I got Pfizer. AstraZeneca, huge reason. AstraZeneca has not been approved. I think he actually backflipped on that at the end of the day. But that's the thing. And when it comes down to it, like, you know, when, it, when we've got the U- U.S., there's no real, like, one thing. With the federal estate, like you were saying, this fucking nightmare we have with our, our federal system where the states have so much bloody leeway between things, each state has their own policy. Like, you've got Florida, yeah. you've got Arkansas, you've got Alabama, these sort of places, Georgia, outright. Like, the Craig Kelly legislation that said there's no vaccine pass, which you all laughed at, that shit is law in the US in so many states. Mm. All red states, all the southern state types, and... Most of these places, they don't have a digital thing with a green tick. They've got a cardboard piece of paper. That's their proof. Like, how easy is that to forge? So you've got, like, you know, the cons are sort of going ahead where you've got the vaccine proof. But let's face it, you don't want to lose your piece of cardboard just before your Foo Fighters gig. Otherwise, you can't get in. And you've got anti-vaxxers out there who are buying these things, I'm sure, on eBay signed by themselves. And they're going into whatever gig they want. I mean, like, it's such a flawed... Model. You need to have unification. You need to have a digital unification. You can't have paperwork in this situation. Paperwork is so 1945. I mean, come on. Yeah, yeah. And as you say, just really easy to forge. Doesn't fucking work. If you've got 50 different types of paperwork, and this is the thing, each state has their own kind of paperwork, and all these states are opening up to each other. So you've got a situation where, for example, Universal Studios, they're now in April allowing out-of-state visitors into the theme park as long as they can show proof they're fully vaccinated. Mm-hmm. So what are they showing? Pieces of paper, little little cardboard slips from Alabama in red or green. Like, <laughs> the fuck? There's no chance. For Disneyland, the anti-vaxxers paradise, they're admitting out-of-state people, but they're not bothering by saying, oh, just show me the thing. They're yeah. just saying, come along, infect, infect Mickey. He has no health insurance, and he's also got no money because we pay him $6 an hour. But infect Mickey Mouse for me. Yeah, look, uh, look. I don't know if you've been to Disneyland or indeed Disney World. I've been to Florida. Disneyland like five times. Uh, I've, look, I've been, to, I've been to both of them actually. The, the really, the Anaheim one and the, and the in one Florida. in Florida. Florida's uh, got to be good. Look, the, the one in Florida is actually just fucking awful. The Epcot Center what? is this sort of 1960s vision of the future. Serious? I want to go to Epcot so bad. It's, it's it, they've, they've done the impossible there. They've created. They've created a fantasy world that's worse than reality. It's just <laughs> fucking awful. Don't go anywhere near the. Did you go to Universal Florida? Because I went to Universal Florida. It was amazing. I loved it. I went to two no, I Universal I instead I of Disney. I don't know that it was around when I when I when I was. Uh, uh, yeah, it was. Uh, maybe it was. Maybe it was a bit of a skeleton thing. I mean, so you know, good. Orlando and Kissimmee, Florida, pretty fucking scabby places in uh, in the United States. Mate, I, I found a crack pipe. In my fucking hotel room when I stayed in the Travel Lodge in Orlando, <laughs> I found you- a fucking meth pipe. And when I went to hotel reception, I found it in the bathroom and I was so pissed off. I'm like, I'd like to change rooms. I found a meth pipe. They're like, what's the problem? I'm like, what's- are you serious? <laughs> are you that used you- to this? You-, you-, you want us to get, a- you- get you a new pipe? They were um- genuinely flummoxed as to why I was upset. I'm like, you, don't- you do realize this is a fucking meth pipe broken glass in my bathroom where I tend to wear bare feet. Okay, cool. Not a problem. Give me a new room, you scumbags. Anyway, <laughs> that story goes like three more rooms deep, but I'm not going to go into it. No, no, no. Look, suffice it to say, 
that, <laughs> that, that if you are traveling to the United States to visit Disney World or Disneyland, you are fucking seeing the wrong side of America. You really need <laughs> to go a little bit further. Try, try the Pacific Northwest. It's sensational. Anyway, the place is a complete fucking mess. And and and, then, and and as you drive around, no matter where you are, and I'm driven through the south and as I say, the Pacific Northwest and all that sort of stuff, and... and the, the place, you, the more you look at the United States, you sort of are left to wonder, what's the glue that's holding this place together? <laughs> and, and you actually, and, you, and it, you, you come away sort of really uncertain. The place is, is it so, it's so diverse. It yeah. can be meth. It can be meth. So when it comes down to the whole thing of like, you know, what passport's going to look like, the only state that looks like they're doing a digital one is New York, which is probably going to go nowhere uh, and just give IBM a whole bunch of money, uh, which is the thing that's making Madison Square Garden, Yankee Stadium, these sort of places kind of work. But they're also accepting paper vaccination cards anyway. But then you go outside of there and you go into places like Dodger Stadium who are doing vaccinated and unvaccinated areas. You know, you've got like a separate spot for each one. Yeah, look, I mean, I, look, it's certainly some of the southern states and some of the horror shows that are going on there in places like Kentucky, Louisiana, Alabama. Of course, you know, you know, it's it's really sort of look. Like the last, the last, last person alive just flick the lights off, please, on your way out. <laughs> and it really is. The Californians got, are trying. Got a, got a zombie apocalypse vibe that you wouldn't, you wouldn't believe. Um, um, but yeah, look, I mean, America is probably the model on how not to do things really from, <laughs> from, from the inception or from the, from the discovery of COVID onwards and a fucking lunatic in the White House yeah. who decided that the only reason that COVID existed was to keep him from being reelected mm-hmm. and just lied his way through yep. it. That's a very, that's it. a very prominent theory. So when it comes down to the U S we see an absolute dog's breakfast and we see this superpower doing what they do best, which is to bumble their way through it and then remain somehow yeah. the superpower. How do they? How do they do it? And the great irony of it all is this driving this this sort of you know this uh, ersatz freedom movement. And really, if you go to countries like Denmark, like Sweden, like Finland, like Norway, for example, they are absolutely brilliant examples. Of freedom, uh, of, yeah. of freedom at work, and the actual states, freedom. There are restraints everywhere. Yeah, don't get drunk in public. Ooh. No, you'll be jailed. You'll actually be jailed. Yeah, the whole point of and America is to keep prisons arrested. open. Yeah, and you may get tased. You might get shot. I mean, it depends on how white you are. Mm. So, when we're going back to this, we refer back to the fact that all these vaccine passports, whether they're at home and abroad, mm. they're difficult. And one of the things that's really hard is the digital issue. And this is where old people come in because old people love going out. They love the theater. They're the ones who are keeping the fucking arts alive. Mm. And yet these digitally illiterate, lovely people are going to find themselves being cock-blocked by a 19-year-old at a door saying, uh, sorry, uh, your, your, your MyGov uh, account's not linked. <laughs> like, what you a make, nightmare. Got a vaccination passport on your, on your, on your phone. And look, I know my parents will have not they're not great visitors to uh, to the arts of these days. They, they don't own. No. <laughs> own a smartphone. No. And that's the thing. And, you know, when you got it down to the next thing, which is basically you've got these places, whether they be Coles or Woolies, you've got your Kmart, you've got your pubs, all this sort of thing. At the end of the day, you've got enforcement. And where you have enforcement and where you have something as hot button as this, 
You've yeah. got violent anti-vaxxers, violent soft yeah. sits. Dee Osmond allegedly bit someone on the arm when she was trying to attack kitchen staff who tried to make her sign into a QR code at a Turkish restaurant and the guy she was with allegedly punched the restaurateur in the fucking nose and broke his nose. Wow. And God knows. Okay, so how keen are you going to be? After that traumatic experience, where let's face it, old B free with D is going to get a fucking two month yeah. good behaviour bond. How keen would you be? There's two ways you can go. If you run a restaurant and you've had a, an experience like that, or you know of it and you're worried about it, there's two ways you can go. You either won't check and you'll allow people in. Totally reasonable. Uh, well, it is totally. They might be subject sucks. to fines and what have you, but they'll go, oh, God, I don't want any drama. Or yeah. they're going to have to beef up security and increase costs of their business. Which is is a complete nightmare and you know when it comes down to it these assholes they say they're so pro-business but they're fucking not because if they were they would actually work within this paradigm because it is what it is we live in a society hence again how the scandinavians are going to take over the world and make gorgeous babies and life will be good but the thing that really freaks me out about these guys who are going to have these violent outbursts against these vaccine passports is not only will they bite restaurateurs and punch bystanders in the face, although that is the other way around, they will, like, I've seen recently some anti-masking fuckwit in a convenience store pushed over an old man on his way out because the old man said, where's your mask? Vaccine passports are way more hot button than masks. And when people start asking for them outside of the realm of pubs and things like that, where you've got hardened criminals at the door already who are making sure that no one fucks about and finds out. We're just going to see trauma on frontline workers. We're going to see a lack of enforcement like Israel. At least in the short term, because when we look at that New South Wales roadmap, as a sort of exemplar of what we can expect around the rest of Australia, one of the things is just retail. You know, retail yeah, and retail, retail outlets, you know. Yeah. Go and buy yourself a pair of pants, go and buy yourself a pair of socks, go and buy yourself yeah. a shirt. It's not essential retail. Non-essential retail, the unvaccinated, technically not allowed in. And they're going yeah. to be fucking angry about that and you know they're going to misbehave. And they and get delivery, but it's going to cost them 10 bucks. If you're a retail assistant on 20, 22 bucks, 23 bucks an hour. Nah, not, not that how, day. How far are you going to get involved in that? Not a chance. Just not a chance. And you know... And this is what I was saying before when it comes to D, who, let's face it, I don't, I'm not confident her sentence is going to be long. They will bite you, they will punch you, yeah. and they will get away with it. They will oh. fucking get away with it. I reckon it. biting should be mandatory. <laughs> <Anyone who laughs> Honestly, it should be. It should be. But the thing that comes down to it, and we'll give these guys a little bit of leeway, a little bit of credit, and this is something that we saw, like I say, in the EU passport where it's like, you know, if you have a test or if you've recently had COVID, you can also kind of qualify. Maybe we can lighten up on the idea of vaccine passports and maybe edge toward the idea of, you know, immunity passports. Mm. You had COVID. Okay, cool. I guess that gives you immunity, like fair game. Okay, so you've had a test. You can have three days of not being a piece of shit. You can you can go out and enjoy yourself for a little while, while you know while you're provably not contagious. I mean, I get that. So what we're going to see is this loud and sometimes violent minority Ugh. are going to demand and receive they concessions. Will. They will receive concessions, yes. And and, and that'll and those concessions may well be well. You know, you know, they're not going to undertake an antigen rapid test well they will but they won't trust it (laughs) i don't think they will yeah i mean if you're a hardcore anti-vaxxer you're not going to do that monica smith didn't and so in the end we're going to have to make concessions to these people knowing full well that what what they pose is a great risk to the to the community in general 
Yeah, and, and the world if mutations happen. I mean, let's face it, it's like right. a lot of this mutations. Is, this is the stuff that should keep us awake at night. It does. You know, the, the, the fact that you get the fucking Amiga fucking variant, you know, and... <laughs> we and, run out of fucking great characters. Well, that's the last one. And no matter what vaccine you get in your arm, it ain't going to do any good. Yeah. And and that's that's the stuff that should keep us awake at night. And this is the stuff that anti-vaxxers, that, that they create the the risk of that occurring. Yeah, they're building the playground of a very shit day. They're out. certainly contributing to it. I mean, yeah. you know, when you, when you look at you know developing world and so forth, you know these places are going to, you know, you know that that that, that COVID's going to flame its way through Africa at some point. It really hasn't at this stage. Maybe that's yeah, to well. do with temperatures and so forth. Certainly been very bad in South Africa. But yeah, then you do run the risk of developing these variants that are, are vaccine resistant. Yeah, and we'll, we'll just see what happens. Basically, you know, that's when you start looking at the cave on the top of the hill there. I've got one picked out. And uh, <laughs> and that's where where we might be living. Or I Buy be. a shotgun and some tin yeah, food. That's all we have to say. Standing. No one's coming into my cave. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, be nice. Be nice. So, look, I think at the end of the day, vaccine passports are a complex issue that make no fucking sense because nothing about this pandemic makes any no, sense. No. We're probably going to have to download an app. We're probably going to have to do something weird. But eventually, hopefully, this whole thing becomes a weird chapter. It really in is. It, it really is. How long that vaccine passport remains in place is completely contingent on how high our vaccination rate is. So if we hit 90s, you, you'll just see it. If we hit 90, I don't, I don't. I, I mean, I, I have been I have been optimistic. I think we can, but, you know, there's just so much bullshit misinformation out there that I really worry about getting to that point where we really minimise their casualties, minimise their deaths, minimise their hospitalisations. Uh, and that's, you know, if, you, if, if you're able to just mandate these things, that's what you do. You want to get it up to 90, 91, 92. You just wouldn't have a problem. Yeah, you can't I mean, do look, that because humans are involved and uh, and freedom and 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 a lot of people in this country are fucking dense and they stupid. are fucking dense. And look, hopefully we're going to find the the rates are high and everything's sweet. But if in five, ten years' time we still have these bullshit passports, we've still got these ridiculous restrictions, I'll be on the streets next time.